Hello and welcome to the Southern Cross Stadium for tonight's round fine matchup between the Canberra Transit Capitals and the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers. Craig Gravel and Michelle Hogging with you tonight as we get set for, well, it's our first game together and the first game for the Capitals at their second home venue, the Southern Cross Stadium. That's right, Craig, and it is our first game. What are we, round four? Five. Round five, and we haven't called a game yet, so stay tuned, people. <laughs> it is an interesting matchup too, as you'll hear from Coach Graff in just a few moments. It's a different bullying team than the team they beat in round, uh, what was it now, round two. Yeah, that's right, and just, a, I mean, a different look bullying group to the one they had last season, and a different look and some great inclusions into the group as well, so. They have indeed. The National Anthem is about to start, as they've got the players out 10 minutes, well, they started the introductions at 13 minutes too. I got this sneaking feeling they didn't see the one in, some, in front of the clock there. <laughs> So. But we will have the national anthem. You'll also hear from Coach Kerry Graff. Kerry Graff, uh, an interesting matchup tonight. You've already beaten the Bulleen Boomers once, but with Hammonds coming back and getting more game time, they're a different unit. Yeah, they are. You know, they've got Glorbits back in their mix. You know, she didn't play the first game we played him. I know they're building her back in with her minutes because of her foot injury. She always plays well against us, so I think that's a, a real plus for them. You know, they're coming off a huge win against Adelaide last weekend, so they're coming here full of confidence. We've learned our lesson about playing opponents, you know, within a, a few weeks of each other. You know, we beat Sydney comfortably at home and then they smash us back at their joint. So this is going to be a great test for us. It has been an interesting time in Canberra because the temperature playing the way it has normally gives you those niggling little colds and summer colds and flus. How's the team coping with that? Yeah, pretty good. I mean, we've got a few little niggly injuries and our you know, practice is really intense, so we get uh, you know, some interesting bumps and bruises. But other than that, they're pretty healthy. I mean, they, you know, a lot of them have been in Canberra for a while now. They're acclimatised and you know, they're ready to go. Well, we wish you all the best tonight. Thanks, Craig. Well, Cheryl James, a, a slightly different line-up this time around where you face the Caps this season. Yeah, I guess um, our line-up's changed a little bit in that we've um, probably got three new starters, so it's taken us a little while to get used to that. But, you know, three more people who can score and a flat-out scorer. So we're enjoying it and, and working on our style of play. And as you say, the, the Caps have added a couple and they're certainly strong. I hate to say it, but it's, uh, what, three years now since your last win in Canberra against this capital side. How do you turn that around? Well, I guess every dog has its day and, you know, we're, we're hoping to come out tonight and we think we've done some work to, to be able to rectify that. And you're right, we would love to get a win in Canberra. So we're certainly going to give it a go. All the best. Thanks. Well, as you could hear, both teams are focused on the changes in Bulleen and it is a huge depth that Bulleen have and Coach Graff rightly worried. Oh, absolutely. They've got a great lineup this year and they've added some size to their group. So, uh, you know, that really gives them a, a bit of a different look from last season and some real targets inside that they can go to, which will create opportunities on the perimeter for the likes of Debbie Glorbitz, who had a great season last last season anyway. But, um, you know, with those kind of targets inside, that just gives her a little bit more freedom on the perimeter to, to really light it up this season. So it's going to be a great night. It is indeed. We have got uh, an interesting game ahead. We're waiting just to see who are the starting fives. They haven't gone up yet on the uh, FIBA live stats, but uh, I don't think we'll be far away no. from seeing that as it uh, clicks over and refreshes. We have got that now. And 
Of course, it won't show on that screen I'm looking at. It is round five of the Australian Defence Force WNBL, and it'll be Hurst, Bishop, Abrams, Beattie and Musselwhite to start for the Capitals. For the Bulleen Melbourne Booners, Milner, Hammond, Penaluna, Pardon and Hibbert. So both very strong sides and it is going to be what I think a very exciting game. Crowd down on what I would have expected here at Southern Cross Stadium. It certainly has been getting a lot of uh, media coverage today and uh, well... Not sure what else is on. I guess Stonefest is on, which would keep <laughs> some of the younger crowd away. But, uh, well, we will certainly have an exciting game ahead. Well, Pauline's win last week against Adelaide was very impressive. And the Capitals had a good outing against the AIS. And, uh, however, having said that, the AIS is not in the same uh, ballpark in terms of consistency and uh, experience as this bullying group and it's going to be some great matchups. Craig, Sharon Milner, Natty Hurst, um, I'd imagine Penaluma and Beattie will go at each other. It'll be interesting. I think maybe you'll see a muscle white on, on Shelley Hammonds and perhaps a Kelly Abrams on Hibbert but we'll wait and see what happens out there. Oh sorry, there's Bishop. Sorry, so Bishop will probably go to Hammonds and then uh, I'd that say leaves. muscle white on, on Hibbert. It is the crash test dummy in this Capitals lineup. <laughs> it's my first chance to see the number 30 of Michelle Musselwhite, but uh, I've been looking forward to it as we get set. It is Beatty and Penaluna in the centre for this first of the round five clashes. Here we have for you on sportradio.com.au. Interesting Milne standing next to. Bishop there, tap down, Penaluna, well she got the first hand on it but his hand was there to beat it down and Hurst gets first control, although her pass to Kelly Abrams is over the sideline and Hibbert will get the inbounded, Bulleen will get a first effective use. Milner comes down, gives it to Pardon, Pardon just hangs fire, then goes right side to Hammonds. Hammonds goes to Penaluna, bounce pass inside, Hibbert inside, out to Milner. They fell off Milner and she's made them pay with an opening three-pointer. It's a nice way to start the game. It was a good inside-outside move from Bulleen in that offensive set. Musselwhite now, her first touch of the game. Her pass over the top was too much for Beattie, but cutting baseline, Hurst puts it back to Beattie, but she can't put it in again, and another turnover's the result. Milner brings it down the right wing, then comes to the key, backs away, goes right side to Hammonds. Hammonds looking, it's Bishop up in her face, goes back to Milner, drives down the left-hand lane, and Natty Hurst slapped in there. She gave it a best, Laura to summer, and look what me, <laughs> but it was clearly there if I saw it. That's right, and that was good penetration from Sharon Milner. I'm coming off of a ball screen, which uh, uh, Natty just got a little bit caught up on, and just a nice quick move to the bucket and nail that drive. Make her pay from the foul line now. It's five to a zip as the bonus doesn't pay. Hurst gets the ball that was tapped away by Beattie. She drives down to the right lane, then backs away, gives it to the muscle white in the corner, goes back to Hurst at the top. Then left side, 45, it's Abrams who drives into the key. Oh, I thought she should have shot it there, but Hibbert was right on her. Had to go back to Hurst again, who goes to the left-hand elbow and makes the first points for the Capitals. It's a shootout between the point guards at this stage of the game, and uh, that was a nice little pull-up jump shot from Natty Hurst. Was indeed, as it's now in the hands of Penaluna, who goes back to Milner. Milner adjacent to the centre circle. 
in the front half for Bulleen. Bounce pass trying to get to Hammond. It's uh, Bishop who's in there and knocks it over the sideline. We'll have the clock stop with 8 minutes 30 play left to play in the first term. 12 minutes on the shot clock, 12 seconds on the shot clock as uh, Milner gets the inbound pass. Oh, Nat Hurst off her again. She goes for a three. Penaluna working hard from behind on Beatty. She's a huge talent, is young Penaluna. Hard to believe she's in three clubs already in, what, four <laughs> years of competition. It's outside, right-hand side for Musselwhite, but... She takes off before the ball hits the floor, and that's a travel. Yes, that's right. I think she was just making the move before she'd actually received the ball on that occasion and got called for the violation. Capital started really strong defensively last week and put the AIS under a lot of pressure, and I think they'll be looking to repeat that start today. Hammonds has it on the right-hand wing now, puts the ball on the floor, gets a good screen from Hibbert, goes to the charity stripe, kicks out to Hibbert on the baseline. Her shot doesn't fall. Beatty, well, she was determined to get the rebound, but then threw it away on a pass that was well behind Michelle Musselwhite. Yeah, and Tracy Beatty's been strong on the boards to start this game, and unfortunately on that occasion she just couldn't execute the uh, outlet pass effectively. As the ball is back in the hands of Sharon Milner, who runs it from left to right, then to Penaluna, bounce past the Pardon. Pardon inside to Hammonds. Hammonds works into the paint. Oh, she turned the wrong way on Bishop that time, but I think Bishop's been called for the foul. She needed to break left, she broke right and really turned herself into Bishop that time. That's right, but um, I guess, you know, the smart thing that Bolina are doing here is that they're putting the ball into the paint in Shelley Hammond's hand. We know that Abby Bishop is a little bit foul-prone at times, so they'll be looking to go there early and try and gain some advantage. Well, it's Shelley Hammond's who joins Sharon Milner on the scoreboard as she makes both of the free throws and Bulleen's out to seven points to two. Here with 7.33 left to go in the first term. Hurst bringing the ball down the floor. She went straight down the centre, then broke right. Out to Beattie at the top of the key, at the top of the arc. Goes inside to Bishop. Bishop, well, she has two cracks at it. Did well the rebound over Hammond that time. And, oh, Musselwhite keeps the ball, makes the steal, and Bishop will come up, hands it off to Natty Hurst. And Nat Hurst, she's really relished the uh, leadership role that she has now as the uh, number one point guard in the team. She gets it back from Bishop, drives the right-hand lane, takes it all the way to the basket, and right on cue, she uh, drops it in. <laughs> Quick transition here, Hammonds is down the floor. They're not wasting any time. It's an up-tempo game, and Milner holds on to it, working around the arc. She comes to the left-hand side, back to Hammonds at the top of the arc. Then to Penaluna on the 45, who takes on Abby Bishop. And that was a charge in my book uh, any day of the week. I'm not sure if it got called that way, but no, I thought I Bishop, <laughs> Bishop had position and, and Penaluna just went at her. Yeah, well, well those, those whistles have flown it the other way and that's importantly Abby Bishop's... Uh, is that a second or third? Right? No, no, I'm not sure. It's the second foul, but it's the third team foul on the Caps with six and a half minutes to play. Oh, a lackadaisical impasse. Gets to Hurst, then down. It's uh, Abrams down the floor who misses the layup. Hibbert as it's a Hammonds on the left lane and Hammonds is good enough to finish off. Good transition from Bullying there. They really pushed the lanes hard and found the open player for the layup. As they work down the floor on the left-hand side, the Capitals goes to Bishop, top of the key. Drives the left-hand lane, Hibbert reaches in, and that is a foul. Not so, mistaking that one. <laughs> no, it was a pretty big arm chop that time. Just looking at the fouls. No, I don't have fouls on that page. As Bishop will sit down, 
Abby Bishop on the foul count. It's two on Bishop, one on Hurst. So inbound ball gets to Hurst on the left-hand side, just outside the three-point range. Ron over the top to Abrams, goes back to Hurst, inside to Beattie, but she can't get it to drop. And Hibbert brings it down the floor. Penaluna has it pickpocketed by Hurst. Great move by Hurst that time to take it away, but I think she's uh, travelled. She did on the pass. (laughs) She went with the look-away kick-out as she was going to the paint, and uh, it all went horribly wrong. Yeah, that's unfortunate because uh, it was a nice steal from Natty at this end of the floor, and um, not able to capitalise on it. Oh, and she's just forced another turnover at the other end of the floor. Now, she got in front of the ball there. She must have thrown it back into Milner, did she? I'm not sure what happened there, Craig. Musselwhite throws it in, gives it to Beattie on the left side. Abrams fakes the uh, 18-footer, then goes to Hurst, back to Abrams, gives it to Beattie. Abrams then tries to take position at the key, but at the top of the key, but Beattie swiveled, tried to go all the way in the paint, got it on the rim, but it didn't fall. Musselwhite and Beattie working it out amongst themselves and it was a big three-pointer for Michelle Musselwhite who has hit the deck. <laughs> That's right. Is she going to take over from Tally Bevelacqua this season? Yes, it <laughs> might just be. Milner goes to pardon. No change in the roster as Hibbert puts up a three-point bomb from the right 45. And that's interesting because Cheryl Chambers has got a deep bench and she hasn't gone in the first five minutes. No, she hasn't. And uh, as you say that, Desi Glorbus is just about to sub into the rotation. I'd imagine that uh, Pardon's probably going to take a risk here. As does Natty Hurst for the Capitals. Had a good start to the game. And that brings uh, Mariana Tolo. So a short for a tall... Uh, no, Bibby's out there as well. So uh, point guard is just Bibby. Although it looked like Abrams was playing the one just for a moment. Muscle White, Beattie. Beattie tried to get the pass inside of Penaluna and it hit the top of the ring. That's right. And uh, just Bibby gave some real spark to the Capitals last week coming off the bench and ended up being the top scorer for the Capitals but just really ignited them. Hurst with four, Milner with seven are the leading scorers as Hibbert. Hits the three from the right 45. It was the same play as she tried just a few moments ago, but this time got the result. 14-8 to score with four minutes, 23 seconds. Abrams all the way. Drove that baseline and gets the reverse layup. Yeah, great penetration from Kelly and read the defense beautifully. Penaluna's hook shot doesn't fall. Bibby gets the rebound and she's off to the races. Down the right-hand side of the centre circle, kicks it left. Gives it then over the top to Tolo, who dropped it on a knee. Musselwhite was there to take it again. 12 seconds left on the shot clock as Bibby on the right-hand side sets up the play. Oh, jump shot from outside. And Sharon Milner's covering her face. She can't believe that she has fouled there. And I think that might be three at the line. It may well be. I'm sure she was outside the arc, although... I'm not in the best angle to make that call as Elise Penaluna sits down. And that sees Hammonds back out there, I think. Bibby makes the first. Pereira has also just gone out there for the Caps. She makes the second and she must have been inside because she's only getting two. And the Caps have rallied back here now, 14 to 12 with three minutes and 47 seconds left to go in the quarter. Hammonds on the left 45, 
goes back to Hibbert over the top. Zoe Carr, she's trying to shoot over. I'm not sure if uh, Tracy Beattie was a former teammate of Zoe Carr who uh, did play with the Capitals for a little while there. That's right, for one, one season. season. Bounce pass inside Hibbert, triple team. Goes back to Carr. She tried the big hook shot over the top of Beattie that time and it didn't pay off. Now it's Abrams who brings it down at the other end, backs away, gives it off to Bibby. Inside to Tolo, outside to Beattie. I'd like to see Beattie go for those three pointers when she's got them there. <laughs> Beattie just being sat on by, by as Carr. She gets around Carr, but eventually I think Tolo had last touch on it as the shot didn't drop. I've been impressed with the way Tracy started this game. Although she's not showing on the scoreboard, she's making some nice moves and is doing an excellent job on the boards and intimidating defensively. So that's a good start for her. Milner brings it down the floor and anyone that can run with Jess Bibby or outrun Jess Bibby is doing well. Hibbert gets the bounce pass from Zoe Carr. Nice turnaround jump shot from the low post. Left-hand side to make the score. 16-12, 2 minutes 50. She loves that spot. That's one of her favourites. She's very dangerous from there. Very good at it. Left side goes to Bibby from uh, Beattie. Beattie in the paint, gets the ball back and lays it down. The full court pressure is making this a quick game as the pass from Glorbert was uh, a little bit too high for Zoe Carr. Probably uh, Tracy Beattie would have been able to control that one, but I don't know. Zoe Carr in transition wasn't the best... Uh, wasn't the best cleanest pass. And Kelly Abrams is taking a break with Natty Hurst come back in for the uh, Capitals lineup. As Hurst breaks right now, gets a good screen from Tolo, puts up a uh, long range two point attempt, and we're all tied up 16 points apiece. Natty Hurst was um, disappointed last week with the way she's been shooting the ball, so she started this game shooting well, so she'll be pleased with that. Penaluna goes to Glorbitz for the 12 foot jump shot. And she nails it on the left 45. Hurst quickly to Pereira. Pereira trying to drive baseline but just couldn't get that cut to uh, her advantage. But fortunately for her, stepping in front of her was Elise Penaluna. And that we'll see her go to the line as, uh, well, here's my troubled name for the night. Kylie Reid steps in. <laughs> Formerly Jordan. Yes, and uh, I will stuff that up before the night's over. <laughs> oh, the inbound pass was too hot for uh, Tolo. That meant Penaluna got to bring it down. Hand off to Reed. Reed looks around, kicks it back to Milner. Milner drives down the left-hand lane, the lickway pass to Penaluna on the baseline, tapped away by Pereira, and it will be a baseline ball with 12 seconds on the shot clock. Glorbert over the top. Oh, that's the Jackson play. And she picks up the bonus with Tolo chopping down. Yeah, no, exactly. That was a good screen action from Bulleen and uh, just found the big girl in the paint and she finishes that off. I've got to say that Cheryl over the years hasn't had the tall she's needed. And now with Elise Penaluna and Hammonds as the four, it is a very, very good lineup that she gets to mix out there. And, of course, Carr and Hammonds can play five if they have to. That's right. Hurst uh, brings it down as the bonus was missed. 2016, minute 36. Oh, Pereira, big mark. And that's what it was. It was a huge mark. She dragged the ball down, put it back up and got the two and the foul. That's right. She's got some springs, Pereira. What? She actually can really get off the ground. So, uh, very athletic. 
Good job from the Capitals. They were sitting on three team fouls with about, I think, seven minutes to go in the quarter, and we're down to a minute and a half now, and they haven't racked up, um, you know, haven't put fully into the line yet in the bonus situation. So uh, they've done a good job of, of still maintaining defensive intensity without um, paying a penalty by fouling the length. As uh, it is, Reed bringing the ball down into the front half, goes to Carr, 45 left side, minute and 20 seconds left now. Uh, Penaluna then goes to Can. Uh, Can uh, back to Carr on the baseline, shot doesn't oh. drop, and I think Can's given up the foul there, stepping in front of Bibby. She has uh, just a solid body check there, which um, will send Jesse, Jessica Bibby to the to the foul line at the other end of the floor. 22-18. It's 11. Uh, one minute and 11 seconds left to go in the first term. And the Cats shooting at 57%, interestingly enough. Bullying shooting at 57% as Bibby makes her first from the line. Free throws. It's now three from four with Bibby at the line. Four from five. And, uh, well, Bulleen, it's 50%, not good enough. As Can uh, brings the ball into the front court. Hurst harassing her. Reed's being watched by Bibby. Reed goes for the drive down the left-hand lane. And I think it will be Jordan, uh, Reed, to shoot for two as Bibby just reached in there and slapped the hand carelessly. That's right. They are calling, I guess... Um well, they've been consistent. They've been consistent, though. They've called them for the entire game, so you can't argue with it. Reed makes the first and puts Bulleen back out to a one-point advantage. We have got a thriller here at the moment after Bulleen had a dominant advantage in the first four minutes of the game. 22 plays 20 as Reed makes both, and Pereira down the right wing, over the top, gives it to Beatty. Beatty was looking for a hand-up, but no one was in motion then. Tolo at the top of the arc. Goes to Bibby for three, rattles off the iron, and Can gives it off to Reed, who just drives down the court. Bounce pass to Carr, or oh, Carr with a nice move that time, and uh, she just couldn't get the jump shot to lay. She got Tolo to look away and put the shot up over the back of her. That's right, she made good position and, uh, and certainly got the shot away, but unable to convert it. Hurst then gets boxed in the corner but Carr rolls off it to get to Tolo and that allowed Hurst to bring it down the floor. 24 seconds left, 15 on the shot clock for the Capitals as Bibby is fouled by Glorbert and that was careless. That is the uh, sign of a player that's just not uh, been in for five rounds. Well, that's right, and, uh, you know, Jess Bibby, I mean, she's tough to defend on that penetration. She's pretty quick, and when she's got the uh, basket in sight, you know, she's she's only got one thing in mind, and that's to, to score. So, unfortunately, she missed the first of the foul shots. As she gets set for the second, and that's going to, uh, well, drop the caps down. Well, no, it won't. She makes the second. She is now... Um, Got the caps five from seven, so it's still around the 70% mark, I guess. Can brings the ball down the floor, zigzags to the left, to the right-hand side, I should say. Then gets a good screen from Penaluna, puts up the three. It's off the front of the iron, and Bibby off to the races, slapped away by Penaluna, buzzer beater. Oh, <laughs> Jess Bibby just was to the right of the hoop, and it is. 
22-21 here at the first break. The Capitals, one point down as leading scorers, seven for Milner. She scored those seven in the first three minutes That's of the game. That's right, yes. Hibbert with five, Hammonds with four. For the Capitals, Hurst with six, Bibby with five. Uh, the leading scorer so far. Capitals uh, from the field at 53%. It is Bulleen at 50% with the uh, Bulleen Melbourne Boomers having jacked up four three-point attempts with two having dropped. The Caps only trying once from outside the arc. 71% at the line, 67% for Bulleen. Fouls, well, it's five to six. So Bulleen in the end fouling more than the Capitals, although they had the Capitals at three and then 14 fouls for the majority of that term. Well, that's right. And the Capitals did a good job to keep up the defensive intensity, as I said earlier, and and not uh, put Bulleen on the line because they really would have um, made it very difficult for them to keep to a, to chip away at the lead because they're, you know Bulleen were up by about six points at one stage and Canberra's done a, a good job of chipping away at that lead and getting it to a one-point difference at quarter time. What I'd be worried about if I was Cheryl Chambers, and there is one stat here, 11 to 5, the rebound count is a, is a shellacking in anyone's terms and that is something that she's going to have to work with. Stop Tolo and Beattie being to, uh, and Bishop, of course, yeah. to, from being able to take position in the paint. And that's a lot harder than what it sounds to say. That's right. They've got a lot of size, but interestingly, if you look at the top rebounders for Canberra, you've got Beattie, who I said, you know, I thought was doing a good job on the boards particularly, but then it's Bibby and Hurst are the next two leading rebounders, which is two of the small. So. But I'd say those Bibby and Hurst rebounds are coming at the defensive end which is what's hurting the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers, who are back out on the court well ahead of that buzzer where the Caps are still talking. I'm just uh, looking at that uh, rebound count. Two defensive rebounds for Natalie Hurst, three defensive rebounds for Jess Bibby. And, you know, that just stops the uh, opportunities where you have Bishop with uh, an offensive rebound and also, well, Petey's got four defensive rebounds. I would have thought she would have had um, some offensive rebounds in that count. So that very much surprises me. Underway again, and it's Bulleen who has the ball to start off. Harden gets it to uh, Crosswhite, who's in to Hammonds in the paint. Hammonds' hook shot is good. Capitals, Hattolo and Hurst working together with Bibby, Musselwhite, and also uh, it's... Uh, uh, who is it? B- Bishop. Oh, it's B. Palooza here. Is the bounce pass going from Bibby into Bishop is intercepted. Pardon gets it to Milner immediately, and Milner brings it down the floor. Yeah, just the wrong angle to try and feed that pass then. She got ball reversal. Would have probably got a lot more mileage out of that. Well, Crosswhite and Bishop working together at the moment as Milner goes back to Pardon, then to Hammonds. Hammonds drives the lane, finds Hibbert on the uh, baseline. Hibbert couldn't get it to drop. Hammonds and, and Hibbert, they uh, well, worked against each other in the, rebounding comp- in the rebounding contest. 24 to 21, it is Bulleen with the advantage at the moment. And Anna Crosswhite's just been called for a body check foul on uh, Abby Bishop as she tried to cut hard to the basket. It's been a, um, it's been a physical game though, that is for sure. Hurst gets the ball over to Musselwhite. Musselwhite just lobbed it over the top to Tolo and uh, Crosswhite, two quick fouls. 
she finds herself. I think they might have actually called that one on uh, Hammonds. Hammonds, then, yeah. Well, it's, I'm not it's sure. a first foul, so it might be Hammonds, in fact. Yeah. Oh, an interesting one. Yeah. It was uh, <laughs> not to the liking of Cheryl Chambers, who was up and, uh, well, up and uh, remonstrating. Tolo makes the first, doesn't make the second. Crosswhite taps it to Hammonds. Hammonds gives it off to Hibbert, and Hibbert brings down the right wing. To the right elbow. And Hibbert can't take a shot, goes out to Milner, then to Pardon, back to Crosswhite. Oh, the pass was telegraphed. Hurst is off to the races, and she makes the most of it. It's 24 apiece. Milner now brings it back down, kick out to Hibbert for three, rattles off the iron, and Musselwhite does the rebounding. Musselwhite pulls up in the back half, then goes to Tolo on the right-hand side. Hurst in the right corner, then it's back to Tolo, then it goes back to Musselwhite for three! Oh, net! And Michelle Musselwhite. You cannot is. give her half a step, can you? She faked the, uh, faked the pass and Hibbert stepped off her and she just jacked that three. Crosswhite has Tolo fouling as she was cutting at the baseline. That was a nice move there. I thought Hammonds was going to go all the way, but she just outletted instead of laid up. And sends Crosswhite to the line, does Mariana Tolo. It is 27 to 24, so the Caps have the lead at the moment with eight minutes left to run. But Crosswhite pulls them back to a two-point ball game. And has it back to a one after the second of the free throws. Abrams goes left to Musselwhite over the top to Bishop. Right side to Bibby. Over the top, Tolo, oh, just couldn't control it. And this is what the Capitals are doing with three towers. We haven't yeah. seen this since the Jackson, Whittle and uh, Beatty days. Oh, that's right. That the Capitals just have three towers and they're just bombing it. Big lobs over into the uh, tall. As uh, Bibby hits the ground as Milner leaves her in the wake, goes outside and the air ball is... Uh, the resulting factor. I think that was Hibbert that put that air ball up too. I think it might have been. And Bibby got really nailed on that screen. And in last week's game, she took a similar sort of... We saw her out of action for a few minutes while she recovered. Hurst getting some work done on the bench there to her right shoulder. As Bibby, big three-point attempt off the iron. Bishop, good enough to tap that ball away to Abrams, who in traffic controls it back up. And with 7.10 left on the half, it's the Capitals by one. Bishop, oh, this is what I like to see. Bishop driving the line, but a hand in there by Crosswhite. Just got to lose the dribble for the moment. She controls the ball back, gives it to Bibby, who goes to Tolo in the paint. Tolo can't get the layup to fall, but she does her own rebounding. Out to Bibby once again. Bishop, and then Abrams just sets them up. Looking to control the play. Offensive boards are killing Bolleen at the moment. They're now playing their third defensive set. As oh, wrestling there, Crosswhite has got a knee in on Bishop. They were hooked up then too. I thought it was an even contest, but the ref's seen it different, and that is going to see caps from the baseline. So what's that four defensive sets? That's right. That's exactly oh, right. Boy. Not the way you want to be playing the game. That's for sure. Interesting look at the, that, that, that last quarter. Bulleen were consistent. They scored 11 points in both five minutes of the quarter. 
just the Caps got a huge run on them in that second half as Bishop eventually gets to put it back in as Milner brings it down the floor. Milner oh, didn't want to take on Muscle. Oh, yes, she does. Wrong foot. So drives baseline. Bounce pass inside the crossfight. Oh, it's, uh, well, party tricks there when they need to go be scoring baskets because Crosswhite and Hibbert were just flicking it at the at the uh, net, hoping Hibbert now, well, is going to get a foul on Abrams, but uh, she, they're saying that uh, Abrams had put an armbar in motion on her. I didn't see it myself, but uh, I'm no rest. No, that's the way they've called her. It looks like she stayed in the cylinder there, but um, obviously not the way it's been interpreted. We've got Tracy Beattie coming back onto the floor. As we have inbound ball goes to Milner. Milner tries to pick it up. She gets an offensive rebound. Goes out to penal Luna. Hammonds has an eternity and she hits the three. We're all tied up once again at 29 points apiece. Five minutes 58 left to go in the half. Inside to Beattie on the left lane. Outside to Musselwhite. Inside to Beattie. Jump shot. Gets the foul as well. And Canberra, it's very clear what the agenda here is for Canberra. They're just going to keep pumping it inside and make the most of their bigs and uh, try and get, you know, some points on the board inside the paint. I don't know what the points on, in the paint were in the first quarter. It probably wasn't a, a yeah. big difference, but I think in this first four minutes of this quarter, they've really started to dominate in there. Desi Glorbitz has just got a second foul, fouling uh, Beatty like that, who was going to shoot the bonus now. 31-29. Oh, no, off the back of the iron. Hammonds does enough to box it out. Gives it off to Glorbitz. Can she make up for it? She cuts inside on Abrams. Pulls up in the paint. Goes back to Penaluna. Penaluna had to find it. Goes back to Hammonds. Over the top to Hibbert. Rejected by Beatty. But it didn't fall. Penaluna got it back. As she second shot doesn't fall. And Abrams is off to the races. Abrams. Oh, what is that? Great move. Great move. Oh, and Nutty Hurst steals the inbound pass. And... Capitals have got possession again. Cheryl Chambers will be very unhappy with that. Yeah, ropeable in fact. In the paint, Beattie's been, uh, sorry, Bishop has been mugged. Well, the ball was ripped out of her hands as she was going for the shot. They're going to uh, have a timeout here. Well, there's a problem here for Boleyn in that they're sitting in the four fouls, team fouls, at, uh, you know, five minutes to go in this first quarter and particularly alarming would be the way that Canberra's being able to just pop that ball inside consistently and that uh, screams danger I guess for Bulleen if that happens. You know, Capitals have got out to a four point lead which isn't a huge lead but certainly the momentum was starting to look like it was swinging Canberra's way. Well, it is. 33 to 29 and the concern is Cheryl Chambers' team not out of it but just not showing that um, skill and crispness they were showing earlier. And the Caps by no means look fantastic. No, they don't. But I think what that reflects is the level of defensive pressure that they're under from Canberra. And I, I think Tracy Beattie is having a big role in this, in this game. Not only is she doing a good job on the boards and making nice targets the offensive end of the floor, but a couple of times the intimidation. You can see people looking to penetrate and they come into the key and they see a big Tracy Beattie standing there and, you know, they're forced to kick the ball back out. So it just puts that little doubt in the mind of the offensive players at, at that end of the floor. Well, it will be Abrams, Beattie, Bishop, Hurst and Pereira. As the ball goes inbound from Abrams to Pereira, then out to Hurst. 
Hurst working around the arc, goes to Abrams, who cutting across the uh, free throw line, outside to Pereira, and then back to Abrams, who makes the three. So out of the timeout, it's 36 to 30. So that's interesting. I just watched Bulling, 35 to 30 now is the stats that we're showing on the game scoreboard. I'll check with the uh, online scoreboard in a moment as uh, we just get the... Oh, changing the score again up there now, Craig. What are they? Well, I don't know. 36 to 29 <laughs> on the... Uh, yeah, online it's saying 33 to 29, but that is probably before Abrams' three-point attempt. So 36 to 29, 4 minutes 38 as Pereira inbounds the ball now to Hurst. Hurst brings it straight up the centre of the floor, then breaks left. Milner sitting off her quite a ways now. Pereira in the corner, goes to Beattie, left lane. Back to Pereira. Pereira pulls up at the left elbow, then goes to Abrams on the right elbow. Abrams drives down the right lane. Oh, takes him on herself. And Pereira will get it. It hasn't hit the rim. It's hit the backboard. So Hurst jacks up an NBA three-pointer that hits the nest, net and goes under. So a get-out-of-jail-free card that time for the bullying Melbourne Boomers. Absolutely. And again, another offensive board for the Capitals. So they're really racking them up this quarter, and that's not good for bullying. Hammonds now on the right-hand side. It is Reed. Reed goes back to Milner. Milner backs away over the top. Penaluna in the paint. Falls oh, over and makes finish. the shot. That right was a fantastic <laughs> fadeaway jump shot. Under a lot of pressure, Craig. She really did a great job to finish that off. 36-31 is Bishop in the paint. Just a nice lob. Waited for the player to go over the top and then put the ball in. Good finish from Abby Bishop. Good poise in that. It's Reed now on the left-hand side. Goes right side to give it to Glob. It's on the 45. Milner over the top to Hammond, who just tried to jack up a jump shot there over the top of Bishop. It wasn't going to fall. Pereira now tries the quick move. Oh, her layup was offline. Made it easy for Penaluna to tap away to Milner, and Milner brings it down the floor. 38-31. Three minutes and ten seconds. Oh, Penaluna from three. Bit too hard off the back of the iron, and Beatty pulls it down. Great transition from Canberra there. Pereira. Big rebound from Tracy Beatty. Outlet to Natty Hurst just made the full court pass to Pereira. He ran that lane really hard and finished it off beautifully. So uh, another timeout called here. And I think it was Bulleen who's called it. And probably they really needed to. And uh, they'll be wanting to talk about this. They really need to slow the Capitals down here because they're now out to a nine-point lead after that layup. And... Uh, you know, once Canberra establishes a lead like that, it takes something pretty special to get it back. does indeed. Shelley Hammonds is the leading scorer on the floor with nine points. Milner with seven and Hibbert with five. Bulleen Melbourne Boomers with 31 points in total. It's Capitals with 40 points in total. That is with Hurst with eight, Abrams with seven and Bishop with six. Rebounding, it's Tracy Beattie with six rebounds. Hurst with four. Bibby with three, Hammond leading rebounder for Bulleen with four rebounds. You wanted the points in the paint? Here it is, 22 to 10. Mm, I thought that might have been the case. I think it was much more even at uh, quarter time, but certainly in that first bit there. No second chance points either. The Caps have six second chance points. They lead by nine here at the moment. 
and Bulling haven't been able to capitalise on a second chance yet. That's right. And uh, interesting stats for Tracy Beattie, only six rebounds showing there, but I think the number of the, the fingertips that she's got to it and others have picked up would be a few of those as well. Hammonds to Glorberts. Glorberts with double teams collapsing on her, gets it to Penaluna and Penaluna makes the shot. Now it's Hurst kicking right. No one's with her on the right-hand side. Herrera goes to the corner now. She gets it. Then it's back to Beattie. Top of the arc. Bishop is in the paint. And it's all too easy. Beautifully set up play there. They just overloaded on the right-hand side. Reversed the ball to Tracy Beattie at the point and got Bibby on, uh, sorry, Bishop on the reverse deal. Nicely executed play. Musselwhite just slaps the ball into the Dandenong assistant coach who was making notes at the time. She looked unperturbed as Milner gets the ball back inside. Then goes out to Hammonds. Had a foot on the line, but it doesn't drop. And Musselwhite does the rebound. and kicks it quickly to Hurst on the right wing. She comes straight as a V towards the basket. And Milner, reaching in, has been called for the foul. Zoe Carr getting set to come back into the lane. That's right. I think they really need... Pauline needs some uh, size out there to try and uh, shut down. Well, they're taking Elise Panaluma out, out well, of the game. I think she needs a break with two minutes to go before the half. She does, yeah. And, and I've been... I think Natalie Hurst's done a good job of looking to be aggressive offensively this week. I think in the weeks we've seen her so far, she's been... I think it's that adjustment of making it, you know, starting point guard and trying to run the game and what have you and balancing that with uh, your own individual offensive um, aggression. And she seems to have got the balance a little bit right tonight. As Bulleen bring it back down with Milner over the half. They only just got there in time. Hammond stripped by Hurst but is able to get it back. Oh, then the pass was a loose one. Reed was never a hope for it. Muscle White lays it in at the other end. She's so disruptive defensively, Michelle Musselwhite. She just comes up with the ball, gets fingertips to it, and away you go. Yes, as Milner carries it all the way down, Bishop gets the rebound. 46-33, a minute 30 to go in the half. Pereira in the corner, goes back to Hurst. No one on her, and she chucks up an air ball. That is very unnat hurst like yes. <laughs> at the elbow, Desi Glorbert responds. That's very Desi Glorbert. again, and it's... Like, beautiful short-range jump Beatty in the paint makes it again, and it's an end-to-end. Really fast this game, and Tracy Beatty getting up and down the floor for a big girl finishing off that transition basket. As Milner goes to the right-hand side into the front court now, Glorbert just at the top of the arc, fakes, then goes to car 45. Carr goes right side to Milner, Milner back to Hammond, Hammond puts it in, and Pereira is called for the foul. Just a breakdown defensively there for the Canberra Capitals, a poor communication, and saw both Bishop and Hurst rotating to the ball, leaving Hammond's open under the basket. 48 plays, 37 as Hammonds will try to make it a three-point play here and bring it back to ten points. 48 seconds left to go in the half. Rattles off and Beattie pulls down another. Hurst brings it into the front half now. Still three plays in this half. What can Bulleen do to try and shut down the gap? 11 points the difference as Musselwhite goes over the top. Beattie was at the right elbow. Bishop is down in the paint. And Bishop just banks it in. They are just getting killed on that play time and time again. Bulleen had to do something to adjust to that. 50 to 37 as we approach the half. Carr is on the lane. Outside to Hammond. 
go back to Carr now. She's got an open three. No, Hammonds took it on. Went to Reed instead. Reed kick out to Milner for three. Milner had time and space. Yeah, and that's an important shot to nail coming down the stretch at half time for Pauline. Hurst carries it all the way. Layup is good on the buzzer. Oh, and the points count. It's a 12-point break at halftime. Yeah, look, great job by Nat Hurst to just go hard to the basket and nail that on the uh, on the buzzer there for Canberra and uh, give them a 12-point lead to go into the change rooms at halftime. It was a fantastic play at halftime. The Canberra Transact Capitals lead the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers 52 to 40. Looking at the scorers, as I uh, hopefully will get a uh, refresh here in a moment, we have looking at the scorers Hurst with 12, Bishop with 10, Hammonds with 11, Milner with 10. They're the players in double figures. Tracy Beatty up to seven rebounds, Hammonds with five. They're the leading rebounders on the floor. Assist, Nat Hurst with two. Milner with three. Block shots, Tracy Beattie with two. Katrina Hibbert with one. Steals. Big stat, that one, Michelle. Yeah, you've got uh, Hurst with three and Michelle Musselwhite with two. And I'd say all those steals have been converted baskets as well, which is really important. And a lot of them have occurred in the backcourt and the entry pass, which is just laziness more than anything else. Well, that's the way I would see it as a coach anyway. So Cheryl will have some fairly pointed uh, comments to make, I'd say, at uh, half-time to the girls because uh, they're really just uh, they're getting killed on that ball reversal and entry pace on the, on the seal down there and they're um, also just being sloppy with the ball at times. Shooting percentage, the camp's still at 57, but Bulleen has dropped down to 42. That is because Bulleen are trying to jack up three-pointers to keep himself in the game. They have three-point shots, four from 10, 40%. The Cavs, 29%, but they're only two from seven. Air free throws, 67%, both teams. Rebounds, 24 to 12, that's a slaughter. Assists, though, 11 to 7, Bulleen's way. Steals, 5 to zip. Yeah, that's right. uh, Another big stat. Blocks, 2 to 1, Caps favour. Turnovers, 8 to 7. Fouls. 11 fouls by Bulleen, 8 fouls by the Caps. Really not much in that. Points in the paint, 32 to 16, another telling stat. And then second chance points, 6 to the Caps, none to the uh, Bulleen Melbourne Boomers. Points off turnovers, 6 to 3. That's the major stats here at uh, the half. That's right, and I think interestingly on the rebound count, I would imagine that Canberra's probably got about 8 offensive boards as well so you know not only are they dominating on the board but the offensive end they're getting second and third chances at it as well so that uh, that is a problem for Wolene at half time. We'll take a break here on Sport Radio our first game of the weekend it's the Capitals versus the Boomers the Caps at half time leading 52 to 40. Welcome back to the Southern Cross Stadium as we get set for the second half. It's the Capitals to get it underway. Abrams goes to Pereira. Bishop, Musselwhite and Beattie on the floor for the Caps as Hammonds, Milner, Glorbert, Hibbert and Penaluna do the job for the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers. It's Musselwhite inside to Bishop who is getting, uh, well, who's getting very hard work by Penaluna. She got a hand in on the ball which then gave Bishop 
the three-second key violation. Great move by Penaluna there. The bully Melbourne Boomers need to be up with it. Oh, Hammond's pass was too quick for Gorbett. She left it behind. Then a soft pass to Hibbert. Saw the crash test dummy in Mus have another go at it. She was on her hands and knees. The ball railed over the side. And Hibbert, with seven seconds left, restarts the play to Milner. Kicking right. Hook over the top to Hammond. Shot is off the iron. And, uh, well, I thought it was a violation, but no, it is play on as Milner sets up now. 52 to 40. Here we've got the first minute out of the way. After half-time, Glorbert's on the right side. Nine seconds left. Inbound. Hibbert gets a rejected shot. She has to go outside to Penaluna. Six seconds. Oh, Milner's all by herself. Jacked up a three-pointer. She had time there too. And it just wasn't to be. Inside to Bishop. Over the top of Penaluna. Doesn't fall. Hammond does the rebound and gives it immediately to Milner. Off to a cracking pace again this quarter. And uh, really, Capitals uh, got an escape. Oh, boy. I didn't see that one. What happened well, there? You know, Abrams was on the ground. Abrams ended up on the ground. Desi Glover just squared up hard at the basket and went straight through Kelly Abrams, who had bellied up on her and uh, drawn the offensive, offensive foul. Yes, right. <laughs> well, Abrams brings the ball back down the floor. 52 plays, 40 here over the top. It's Bishop. Bishop to Pereira. 45 left. Then, oh, left, right, but I think travel. travel. Too many footsteps. And it was like a lot of footsteps too. It was. You had to actually <laughs> dribble the ball before you move. But uh, anyway. From the side, Pereira goes inbound, gives it to Glorbert as uh, it goes back to Hibbert. Drives in. Outside is Colonel Luna. It was a long range too though. She had a foot just inside the line. 8-10. Oh, Hibbert was falling out of play when she got that pass given to her. And it was thrown... Oh, well, she, she threw it back inside <laughs> on the intercept and it went straight to the Cats. So it's Carrera now over the top to Muscle White on the, well, 45, three-point attempt. Muscle on the left hand is brilliant. She is, and I mean, this girl should know that you cannot give her that much space on the perimeter because it is almost automatic. Carrera, another long-range jump shot. It doesn't fall that time. Bishop does the rebounding. Oh, it was a back baseline violation there on Bishop, and that's going to give Bulleen a second chance. That's right. They need it. They do. They need to get this. They're still at 13 points down, and they really need to make a dent in this lead. As Glorbert goes to the left elbow, steps inside. Oh, too hard off the backboard. 55 plays, 42. The Capitals continuing their dominance with 7.29 left to go in the third turn. Inbound ball to Hammond. Hammond's wrong foot. Bishop then goes back out there. All Penaluna focused. And I can't understand why no one is marking up on Penaluna. She is playing a nice outside game. She does have a nice outside game and they're just not rotating to her on the perimeter. Abrams. Beatty, uh, Abrams, Moose in the paint. Oh, that was a beautiful carry. And it was a carry too. But she, she's picked up the foul. She Where, has. how long can you, I didn't think you could go directly underneath the ball. Yeah, you, you, you can shot, because she was already shot. in a step for layup. That's yeah. right. So right. Um, She had a beautiful position with that ball. That, if someone took a photo of that, that is picture perfect. Uh, that's way almost to, Mike and Michael Jordan-esque, isn't it? Well, <laughs> really? I was going to go coup de feedy. 
misses that first free throw and Pereira's taken a break and gone to the bench and Natalie Hurst is back in. I'm wondering if Natalie's got a little bit of an injury. I'm thinking shoulder injury. Yeah, she was getting some work and she didn't start the quarter. That's not to say that it was because of her injury. but uh, Pereira was starting with Dandenong last year, of course. That's right. Yes. Uh, Globitz gets it on the right side from Milner, drives down to the uh, low post and makes the fadeaway. Jay, 10-point ball game, 56 plays, 46, 6.30. Left to go in the turn. Over the top, Beatty, Abrams. Then it's to Bishop, Hurst, to the corner, Moose. Oh, another beautiful play. Uh, you know, Musselwhite, even when she was at Sydney, was in my top two favourite players to watch. Oh, she's lovely to watch and she's just in motion and she's a great, great offensive player, but also defensively she's so disruptive. Long range, Jay from Penaluna, who's really racking up the score now as it's 50 minutes and 10 seconds. Absolutely. Six minutes and ten seconds. Abrams back to Hurst. Moots from downtown. Oh, it's yeah. all net. She is on a run. She scored what, eight points in a row, you know. Goodness me, if I was the coach, I hate to say this, I'd be like, just put her on her bum, you know, run through her and just make her think twice about it. <laughs> yeah, well, she's not thinking. She's just letting go of her hand. She was a metre back from a three-point arc for that three-pointer. As Milner cuts baseline, oh, the pass in the paint to Hibbert. Penaluna's going to try and make something out of it. It's uh, Hammonds who gets it robbed away. I don't know if it touched the backboard or not. I don't think it did. Because we have got a shot clock violation. As Cheryl Chambers is saying, well, I think that tour, I thought that touched the uh, ring. I'm not sure that it did, but we're not, we're not in the best angle it. from here, so it's hard to say. It looked like a flat pass over. It didn't look like it landed on the iron. 61 plays 48, and uh, Damien Nesmith just said, you're taking a timeout now because you talked to me. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, but, you yeah, know, it's a 13-point ball game, so the Caps have only extended their lead by one point from the half-time break, I think. It's but been entertaining. It has been entertaining, and I think that even though there's not a big difference in the score, uh, I think Canberra have looked much more settled offensively, and whilst Musselwhite's been knocking them down from this left-hand side corner here, it's been the good ball movement and reversal that the Capitals have been using to get the ball to her in an open space. And Bulleen, we know Cheryl Chambers, she's got a uh, playbook thicker than the 2008-9 media guide. <laughs> That's right. And uh, she's got plenty of, plenty of options, but at the moment, they don't look confident with themselves. No, they, they don't, and uh, I'm not sure why. I'm not sure whether that's because, I mean, Canberra are working really hard defensively and putting a lot of pressure, and perhaps they're taking them out of their natural um, sets and their offensive sets a little bit, but... Uh, they just look a little bit rattled. AIS in the crowd checking out their opponents for tomorrow night. We'll have that game for you on sportradio.com.au as we are inching towards 200. It is Hurst to Bishop on the baseline. Hand back to Hurst outside the arc as Bishop drove up the lane that time. Gave it to Hurst for three on the left-hand side and she knocks it down. The step-back three-pointer and uh, Capitals are shooting the ball quite well this quarter. I'm not sure if their shooting percentage is up on overall for the game, but uh, they seem to be shooting the ball at a good, good I rate. I can tell you they're up. They're 59%. That's 2%, 2%. better. <laughs> uh, 41 for the Bulleen Boomers. As uh, I think Michelle Musselwhite took herself off the court. She's returning from the change rooms there. You've got to think that there's only one reason why you'd leave the court <laughs> uh, when you're on that sort of run. Drops, 
four Glorbits as she just had it rolling. Oh, Jeff Gibby's hurt her uh, shoulder. Hurt her sh- shoulder in that, no? I think and she's just popped an elbow right on the saw bit. Yeah. She's leaving the floor. She's not having a good run, Jess Bibby. She got nailed on a screen last week and uh, took her quite a while to recover from that. And she got hit on a big screen earlier in the game and now she actually looks in quite a bit of pain with that shoulder. 64 plays 54 minutes and 45 seconds. As Pereira gets the ball to Hurst, then it's Musselwhite over nice the top. Pass. Oh, it was a nice pass, but Bishop couldn't control it. Hammonds kicks it to Milner on the left wing, brings it back into the centre of the court now. Goes left side, Hibbert thought about the three-point, Jay. Back forward, drives left lane. Oh, the layup was from nowhere, it was from her ankle. <laughs> that was a great little underarm shot there from Katrina Hibbert to finish under all sorts of pressure. 64-52 as Moose drives baseline. It's over the top. Tolo was there to pick it up. Pereira, uh, Hurst, Pereira, Musselwhite in the corner. They were standing on each other this time as Pereira goes to Tolo. Again, Bishop just got it too hot and it will be Glorbitz that makes them pay at the other end. Back to a 10-point ball game here. It's 64, 54, Caps call the timeout and it's 3 minutes and 57 seconds left to go in the third term as Pauline starts to rally. That's right and I think that uh, Carrie Graff will be talking about this zone that uh, Pauline are now throwing at Canberra and just how they might counteract that to some, you know, I think it's just disrupted Canberra a little bit offensively. As uh, we look at some of the stats here and that run by Moose got her the top scorer on the floor. That's right, she's got 16 points now and she racked them up pretty quickly in that uh, that quarter there and Elise Penaluma is still leading all scorers for Bulleen with 12, Shelley Hammonds is with 11, <coughs> excuse me, and Sharon Milner is sitting on 10. I don't think she scored for quite a while, she had 7 in the very first start, a couple of minutes in the first quarter and really just hasn't been able to continue with that run. So. Hurst with 12 and Bishop with 10 are a couple of the other uh, double double contenders, double double contenders although Tracy Beattie with 7 rebounds, Abby Bishop with 5 Natalie Hurst with 4, Hurst has 3 assists, Pereira with 2 steals, Hurst with 3 Musselwhite with 2 and Bishop with 1 block shots, Beattie with 2 Musselwhite with 1 as Hammonds leads the rebounding for Bulleen with 7 Hibbert has 1 block shot as I mentioned before Pereira has the ball in hand as it's inside to Tolo on the right lane, then goes to Hurst on the left side. She pulls up the free throw line, big jump shot, and it is good. 66 plays 54. Yeah, and just Pauline unable to contain the penetration from Canberra tonight, and it's uh, hurting them. 3 minutes 30, Milner goes right. Oh, she pulled up on the dribble and had to hand it off to Glorbert, who's on the left-hand side of the key. Drives down the right-hand lane and points will count as Bishop will get another foul. I think that'll be her third. Points are good. Ten-point ball game with the bonus to come and that is the third for Abby Bishop. Yeah, and Desiree Glorbis is starting to make a little bit of a mark in this game. I'm not sure how many points she's sitting on now, but she seems to have, in this quarter, particularly knocked down quite a few points. Well, I can tell you that... She has, as the screen refreshes as I look, for Bishop drives down the right lane, double team. She just crashed through that time. And here's Milner, bounce pass, but Hurst makes the steal. And we're back down the floor. Hurst now backing away. 
Muscle White wasn't ready, so she held onto the pass, went to Tolo, top of the key. Right side, Pereira. Takes on Hebert. Goes baseline. Muscle White over the top. Gives it to Hurst on the 45 again. Bishop's not having a good night tonight as Glorbitz carries down the floor. Gives it left side to Pardon. Back to Glorbitz on the 45. Drives right lane. Took on Muscle White. Muscle White hits the deck. And I think it will be Muscle White's second personal foul as Beattie comes back into the game now. And that'll create some problems for Bulleen. They've First really, for Muscle White. Yeah, they really struggled with Beattie on the floor before. I'm just looking at Glorbitz has got 12 points now. She had four and a half times, so she's racked up eight in this quarter. I've got her with 13 here. Oh, sorry. Yep. As uh, Milner, Penaluna, Pardon. Sorry about that. As Glorbitz on the left-hand side, because she did make that bonus. That's right, yeah. yeah. As uh, Glorbitz back forward. Oh, and then the pass way too hot. And Milne had no hope of getting that. That was into the Capitals' bench. So, nine-point ball game here. 66 plays, 57. As Bulleen continue to try and rally. Oh, watch this. Muscle White's in the corner all by herself. Hibbert just looked over the shoulder, but it didn't go to her that time. It goes to Pereira, who hits the three. And that, you know, Canberra really need to be aggressive against this zone of Bulleen and continue to push the ball inside and then they, they will find those players open out on the perimeter if they get that inside feed happening as well. 69 plays 57 as Pereira makes the steal this time. It goes to Hurst. Hurst drives left lane but Milner stops her. It goes around the arc. Pereira on muscle white for three. Rattles off the iron. Bishop and Beattie doing the rebounding. Bishop carries it away. Gives it to Hurst. who just runs the clock down now. Tucks the ball under her arm. Goes to Musselwhite. Over the top for Beattie. Beattie. Oh, called for the travel. Penaluna had a good hand up in there. And that just stopped her from being able to uh, make the shot. Yeah, I think Tracy just found herself caught sort of under the basket a little bit too far and shuffled and trying to avoid the big Penaluna hand. And... Uh Reed starts this off again with Hammonds. Hammonds then gives it back to Reed who gets over into the front court. Reed does it all herself. Three point shot. Ooh, it was near ball. Hammonds tries to throw it in, but she had a foot out of court. Capitals ball. And Capitals probably need to come down and try and get a score in this uh, play set here. There's a minute 15 to go. It'd be nice to go to the break with a double point lead again. Well, it's 12 points at the moment. And it's 14 now. That's 69 right, I can't to 57. Sorry, Greg. I, oh, I tell you what, John Keogh would be listening to this call <laughs> just going, gee, working with Craig is not good for your mathematical skills. That's right, and Abby Bishop did a good job then of squeezing between the two bigs of uh, Bulleen and finishing it off. She'll go to the line for a uh, three point play. Oh, I'm glad to see I'm not the worst mathematician <laughs> here tonight. But I'm sure you are suffering from the flu and I'm sure that's the reason. 72 plays 57 as the bonus is scored. Milner bounces past uh, to Hibbert. Hibbert gets out of the trap that was set by Beattie and Musselwhite. Gets the ball down to Hammonds. Points will count. And uh, it is a uh, 25. It's Beattie's foul. And... Uh, Beattie will have two on her. So Hammonds will go to the line. 72, 59, 53 seconds left. She makes the bonus and it's 12-point ball game, 72 to 60. 
right back where we were at the half-time break. So Bullen has done a good job this quarter. Mel, uh, muscle wide over the top to Bishop. It's left away by Hammond out of bounds. I'll try and get you a score here from the Logan Thunder Townsville Fire game. Hurst is miles back as she looks to inbound this ball. Inbounds to Pereira. Pereira goes across to Musselwhite. Musselwhite has one of those fits and feel like bullets that gives to Hurst for a three point shot. And the Caps just inching away. 15 points, 75 60 here with 24 seconds left on the quarter. Excellent ball movement again by Canberra in that um, last play as Katrina Hibbert knocks down a, a long range shot. I think it was a three point It was there. indeed. 75 63 as a uh, fire lead. Logan 44 32 in the third term. Hibbert on the ground. Bounce pass away to Milner. But quarter time beats them all. And at the final break, the Capitals leading by 12. 75 to 63. Do you want to talk about this Fire Logan game at all, Michelle? Yeah, that's right. At 44-32, as you said, Craig, with six minutes to go in the third quarter. So uh, that's a pretty good effort by Logan. Townsville are in some great form at the moment, so they must be doing some good stuff up there. And Ryan Cox has got 16 and Amy Lewis 11. Bianca Abbott's leading scorer for uh, uh, the Logan group. And just looking through the stats here, the shooting percentage is 36 to 44. Nothing much in there. Uh, 50% from the three-point line for Logan and uh, 6 to 17 from three-point land for Townsville. So uh, turnovers. That's interesting. You know, Townsville are turning the ball over uh, 11 turnovers and we've got Logan sitting with six. So, and they're yeah, so that's quite, quite a close game up there in uh, first of the um, Queensland cross town, if you like, or cross city. Cross, 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 cross state. Cross state, uh, rivalry. cross state yeah. rivalry. That's what we're looking at up there. So uh, good to have another Queensland uh, franchise in the... And particularly coming out of that, because there's smack bang in the middle of the Gold Coast and Brisbane too. That's right, at yeah. Logan, so... Uh, Good friend of yours, of course, Kristen Veal, making the move up there. Michaela Donkins is the big one, though. Might not be playing for the season, and it's not an injury-related outage. Uh-huh. So that one more will be coming out. I had a whisper from someone who knows those Queensland clubs very well that uh, Donkins... Well, whisper to me, Crow. I will whisper, <laughs> but I'm not going to do it on air. On air. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here is... Uh, I told Simon l- last week. Oh, Obviously, yeah. there's no communication. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> As we get set for the final quarter here from Southern Cross Stadium, and it's 75 play 63. 12.4 game for the Canberra Transact Capitals. As uh, it will be Glorberts, Milner, Penaluna, Hammonds, and Hibbert to take the floor for Bulleen. And Bulleen have enough firepower to come back from this 12-point deficit, so Canberra will really have to stay focused on the job and make sure that they get the work done. Perth leading scorer on the floor with 20 points, Musselwhite with 16, Bishop with 13, Hammonds with 14, Glorbert's 13, and Penaluna 12 for Bulleen. As they get set, Hammonds in the baseline, reverse layup too hard, Musselwhite gets the rebound. 
kicks it left side. It goes to Hurst. Hurst to Pereira over the top. Gives it to Beatty. Beatty, oh, the ball intercepted by Glorbert. She'll run the floor. Has to pull up at the elbow. Oh, the shot was offline now to the hand. Hammonds gets mugged doing the rebounding, and that will send her to the line. That was good defensive anticipation from uh, Boulogne. Then they've adjusted to that sort of triangle set that, that uh, Canberra were dominating with early and uh, picked off Tracy Beatty's uh, pass really easily. As it will be Hammonds at the line. First points of the final all term is to Boulogne. 75-64 with a shot to come. Second shot, all net. Well, bit of the iron, but let's call it all net. 75-65, 10-point ball game as Hurst pulls away. Gets to Musselwhite. Musselwhite goes to Bishop. Bishop to Pereira. Pereira almost pushed out of court then. Throws the ball. Hurst has to do athletically to get it back to Musselwhite. Oh, nice oh then Bishop athletically pulls the ball back into court and then in the paint makes the shot. Yeah, beautifully spun off of the defensive pressure and uh, made that nice little short range. Put back. Really? AIS would be going, gee, I'm glad they're going to be a bit worn out when we meet them. Because <laughs> right. they are good. Three point attempt by Milner rattles out, and it's Bishop who brings the ball to the hands of Musselwhite. Musselwhite runs down the left wing. Pereira back to Bishop. Over the top it goes to Hurst. Hurst pull up jumper from the right hand side. He's good. And I think that was a. Is that three? No, long range two. 79 play 65. Penaluna goes back to Mill. Mill now to Glorbitz on the right side. Right 45, Glorbitz pulls up at the elbow, bounces out, and this is going to hurt the Boleyn Melbourne Boomers. At the left side, Hurst pulls up. Oh, no one at Abby Bishop there. She goes for an uncontested three-point shot, which is off to the left. It didn't fall, and it will be. A timeout called by the Capitals. 8 minutes 14 seconds left on the clock. 79 plays 65. That's one of the difficulties of playing this Canberra Transact Capitals lineup is that an Abbey Bishop can knock down that three-pointer. You know Mariana Tolo can knock them down. So, you know, they've got players all over the floor who uh, can knock it down from the perimeter, which makes it very difficult defensively to shut them down. Natalie Hurst out to 22 points. Muscle White 16, Bishop 15. Bishop getting close to a double-double with eight rebounds. Beatty with seven. Hurst with three steals. Hurst also with four... Sorry, Hurst with four steals. Hurst with three assists. Four steals. Musselwhite with two steals. Beatty and Musselwhite with block shots. Two to Beatty, one to Musselwhite. For the rebounding of Bulleen, after you get past Hammond with 16 points, Glorbitz with 13 and Penaluna with 12. It's Hammonds with 8 rebounds, Milner with 3, Hibbert with 2. Up there, Logan still uh, hasn't refreshed, so not sure what's happening with that Logan score. It's Reed to inbound the ball to Milner. Hammonds is out there with Glorbitz and also Penaluna. It's Hurst, Abrams, Beatty, Bishop and Musselwhite. Milne goes right side to Hammonds, back to Milne now, but she's a long way from home. Nine seconds on the shot clock. She works around the screen from Hammonds, puts up a big three, and it's all there. It was huge. She was a long way out and over the top of a big Abby Bishop hand as well. Bishop, well, tried to get position in the paint, couldn't control the ball, so had to go out. Went back to Hurst, then to Abrams, back now to 
Musselwhite. Bishop, right side is Hurst. Beatty tries to hand off, doesn't go to Hurst, goes outside to Bishop, and a three-second violation goes to Beatty, who had put it in after the whistle. Yeah, that was unfortunate because it was a nice little two-person play there. And if you start, have a look at the shooting percentage now. Capitals are out to 60% and uh, Bulleen have dropped off to 43. They've progressively dropped away from that 57, I think they were shooting at one point. Yeah, both teams at one point shooting at 57. That was after. The Caps were shooting well below that. But Bulleen weren't letting him in the game. Glorbitz drives the left lane. Halfway down the lane, she pulls up the jumper and it's back to 10 points. Yeah, she's having a good second half, Desiree Glorbitz, and uh, she's difficult to contain. Canberra finding it hard at the moment. Musselwhite bounce pass into Bishop, who's in the paint, and she gets a nice little layup going there to bring it to 81-69, 6.55 left on the game. And Bulina, you know, still struggling to make any inroads into this lead of Canberra's. And Jordan, for a long-range two. Oh, they've just... I've, 83 to 69 doesn't sound right to me, considering it was Jordan that just made that shot. Yeah, I think they might have put it on the Muscle White on the corner. Then it goes back to Hurst to Beatty around the perimeter. Beatty cuts in, and that was nice. Finished it off nicely, and uh, you know, in motion. That's an unusual way for Tracy to be. I finished. Normally needs to square up and use the old putback type mentality, but uh, good in motion then. Inside, the ball goes to Musselwhite. Bulleen just losing control of it. Here's uh, Abrams. Oh, she pulled up on a penny that time. Hurst cuts baseline, gets the ball from Beatty. Bishop, well, the first one didn't go. She had a putback opportunity. It didn't fall either, and Glorbitz will bring it down the floor after rebounding it. 83-71 is the score now. Five minutes, 50. So, still there to be one if Bulleen's good enough. Block shot by Beatty, but it's a foul on her. And I will check because I think that's her third. Timeout has been, it is her third, and it's a timeout called by Cheryl Chambers. 83-71 with 5.44 left to go in the game. And just in that last couple of plays down the floor, Bulleen is starting to look a little bit sluggish. They're not, their sort of activity level doesn't seem as high as it was earlier in the game, so I'm sure that Cheryl's going to talk to them right now about needing to lift the intensity up a couple of rungs here and, and really lock down now and make some kind of inroad into this uh, Capitals lead. I thought Graff had used the bench a fair bit tonight, but here are the players that haven't seen court time yet. Michaela Dalgleish, then you have Peter Sinclair and Hannah Bowley. Or Bowley. Yeah, that's right. So I should say Bowley, because <laughs> they get upset when I say Bowley. <laughs> yeah, no, they haven't. Um, well, I don't, Hannah's never got upset at me, but Monique, Monique has. has. <laughs> she probably warned Hannah. <laughs> But, yeah, no, those three players haven't hit the floor as yet in this game and they may not see court time. But the, I think the, time, the spread of time across the rest of the group has been reasonably... 19 for Pereira, 25 for Hurst, 26 for Bishop, 9 for Bibby, well, we haven't 12 seen and a half back. for Tolo, yep, uh, 17 and a half for Abrams, 26 for Beattie and 25 for Musselwhite. So that is... But like I said, Capitals do play a lot deeper than we've seen in years gone by. They do, they do, that's right. Penaluna is at the line, 83-72. She made the first and the second, and she will sit down immediately. (laughs) 
Hibbert comes back into the game. Hammonds, Reed, Milner and Crosswhite are doing the defence at the moment as Abrams has the ball in the hands. She got it from Hurst. Bishop. Oh, Hurst got a big pass from Abrams and immediately jumped and released and it nailed. She's just feeling it tonight and when, it, when she gets half a step uh, space then it becomes automatic for Natalie Hurst. So... Reed goes outside to Milner, who's sort of boxed up at the outside of the front court. Gives it to Hammonds, who cuts a nice drive down the left lane and makes it. It's 86-75. Abrams now calling the shots from the point. Abrams just working around. Bounce pass to Musselwhite. Oh, Musselwhite had an eternity then. She then went for the play to go inside Polo. Tolo had the ball tapped away. It's over the baseline eventually. And Hurst will inbound it from... No, Abrams will inbound it from the baseline. Yeah, there's only seven seconds left on the shot clock here, so they'll have to get a quick hit Jackson play. Jackson play. Tolo needed to go to the paint that time. They went to Bishop instead on the outside. Moose fakes the dribble and then puts up the three. It comes off the iron and Crosswhite brings it down. I thought Crosswhite travelled then. Went to Hammonds. Into the front court. It's Milner. Bounce past to Hammonds. Hammonds looks around. Drives baseline or puts it into the underside of the backcourt and Polo does the rebounding. Abrams driving down. Oh, Milner called for the foul. That, I think, will put her into her third personal. So it will be Abrams again from the baseline. The Capitals looking to extend their lead. Over the top, it is Hurst to Abrams, back to Hurst. At the left, at the right elbow, Hurst goes over the top to Abrams, who drives into the paint. Oh, she took an eternity. She just waited for all the players to make their move and then put the shot up. Yeah, finished it off beautifully under some real pressure there. 88-75, to a 13-point lead for the Capitals. Hammonds over the top to Hibbert. Hibbert banks it in. And a late foul by Moose. Muscle White will have her third personal foul called now. And unnecessary, it was that one. very <laughs> unnecessary. Very late. The ball was already oh, it's her second personal. But uh, here it goes to the line. And this will pull them back 10 points with four minutes left to go. That's right. And if, you know, Pauline can keep getting to the line to make the shots in uh, dead time, that certainly helps their cause. Hurst brings it down the floor, gives it to Abrams on the right, 45. Then Hurst gets it in the wing on the right side. Goes back to Abrams, Musselwhite, sorry, to Bishop, Musselwhite, Abrams. In the paint, Tolo puts the shot up over the top of Crosswhite. Point count and Tolo goes to the line. And gee, there was a lot of talk on that. Bishop had hit the ground. She's holding her kidneys at the moment. She took a hard knock. Crosswhite... I didn't see Crosswhite pull Tolo down. I didn't either. I certainly saw her put Bishop down on the earlier play phase, but um, I'm not sure what happened exactly there with the Tolo interaction. 90 to 78. Check that. 91 to 78. And uh, three minutes, 30 seconds left. Milner brings the ball straight down the floor. It's a game that's been entertaining, but not the... uh, crispest, cleanest game of basketball you'll see. Hibbert on the baseline, shot was short. Abrams gets the rebound and she carries it down. Right side, goes to Hurst, bounce over the top, gives it to Abrams and Abrams makes the play. Great transition basket there, very unselfish play by Natalie Hurst. Uh, through the day and just dumped it 
100-point ball game on the cards tonight. Definitely is. And uh, from an offensive... Oh, Tolo has pushed into crosswide and Tolo's given away the defensive foul. It's getting a little bit physical between Crosswhite and Tolo. And, and the thing is, they were calling Tiki Tuxford to the beginning of the game, so it's just going to be a foul fest in the end. Caps now with four That's team right. fouls. Exactly. <laughs> I guess one thing, you know, 91 points offensively is good, 78 against him. Hibbert took so an eternity. Bounce pass into Hammonds, doesn't fall, and Tolo cleans up. Yeah. Hurst brings the ball down the floor, backs away, runs into Moose. <laughs> You can tell some of these girls just still trying to work together, work out where they all should be. Moose goes from Tolo to uh, to Bishop. Shot doesn't fall and it will give Hammonds a chance to carry. Straight down the court. Reed kicks right to Crosswhite. Crosswhite doesn't have it fall. Ma Hammonds tried to put it back in, but Bishop comes up with the ball. Hurst brings it into the front court. Two minutes 30. 93-78 as Tolo at the top of the arc goes left gives it to Abrams then muscle wide inside to Tolo and Tolo makes the shot yeah Hammonds is just caught on good flash cut action then from uh, Tolo and Canberra good enough to get the ball there oh Milne took on muscle white and I thought muscle white had the concrete set then she took the hit and gave away the foul yeah, so Milner will go to the foul line here and... Uh, and uh, yeah, it's a 15 foul, third personal for Musselwhite. Right. Hammond sits down as Carr comes back into the game. And uh, Abby Bishop's going to sit on the bench and Pete Sinclair's come into the game for her first minute. Will she get two minutes, ten seconds? That's what's <laughs> left on the clock. Milner misses the first. Yeah, I don't think Milner scored since she racked up those first... Uh, First 10 she had, and then she's sort of been a little bit quite quiet offensively. Mm. And not getting them in dead time is going to be costly. Caps with 95 points. The Bully Melbourne Boomers, 78. Muscle White in the left corner. Sinclair outside to Abrams. Three-point shot doesn't fall, but Tolo just able to reach over the top of Carr, who is boxing well. But the rebound goes to Hurst eventually. She works around to the right elbow, backs away, gives it back to Musselwhite. Musselwhite, wrong foot, Reed that time, at the free throw line, gives it off to Tolo. Tolo, turn around, Jay is 97, plays 78, minute 30. Yes, and again, just good patience offensively from Canberra, letting the ball do the work for them. Crosswhite has the ball on the right-hand elbow outside to Carr. Carr's being... Uh, very aggressively checked by Tolo. Goes back to Milner. Milner gets to the baseline outlets to Crosswhite for three. Off the iron. And uh, Musselwhite Carr going after the ball. It was last touch by Carr. So, one minute, 13 seconds. My money is on a Musselwhite three-pointer from the left-hand corner. Oh, Musselwhite throws the ball almost half-court as Dalgleish comes into the game. It is Hurst, back over the top, Sinclair, goes to Tolo, Tolo tries to put up the shot, Sinclair had a hand in her back, it's over the baseline and the Caps turn it over with a minute left. 
97-278 as the uh, refs just hold up play for a Tolo's moment. putting her eye contact back in. She threw it away. She said, I can't do it. Just threw it to the sideline. She'll play without one eye co- yeah. contact lens. Sorry. As oh, Musselwhite steals the ball. It's still in play. The Cavs get it back. Tolo pushes it down the floor. Hurst gives it to Dalgleish. Dalgleish goes down the left lane, has the shot blocked, but Carr got a piece of arm. So Dalgleish will go to the line with 49 0.5 seconds left to go in the game to shoot for two, which will get the uh, Caps very, very close. And uh, my uh, three-point shot from Musk to uh, make the 100, well, I guess it's still a possibility. It's a possibility. <laughs> it just won't be the clean 100, will it? Dalglish right. makes the first. And the second. 99 plays 78 as the Caps put full court pressure on. Can is back out there. Tanil Can brings the ball down into the front court. 43 seconds left. Bounce pass goes to Crosswhite. Crosswhite hand off to oh, Reed Musselwhite with the block shot. She takes the position now on the left-hand side. Hurst brings it down. No, they go to Tolo. Oh, Tolo can't get the layup to fall. Goes back to Dalkleish. Now it goes to Hurst. Moore, she's got to get it in the corner here. Goes over the top to Sinclair. The ball slapped out by Hibbert. And with 20 seconds left, 16 on the shot clock. There's still time, Craig. Oh, it's 20 seconds left to go in the game. Hurst inbounds it, gives it to Sinclair. Sinclair on the line, throws it up. It doesn't fall. And Hibbert gets the rebound. Can brings it down. 12 seconds left. Can kicks it outside to Carr. Carr's shot doesn't fall. Crosswhite gets it back, lays it in. They've got to go quick now. It's Hurst. Kicks it long, but Sinclair can't hold onto it. 1.2 seconds left. The Cavs are going to pull up one point short. I think they will. Oh, no, and Moss comes inside with a second left. She couldn't get back onto the ball. She wanted it. She wanted it. It's 99 to 80, a 19 point victory by the Capitals, as it is an interesting part one of the bullying Canberra trip. And, uh, well, both teams. Had moments where they looked brilliant, but a lot more moments where they looked out of sorts. Yeah, they did, and I think um, Canberra will be happy to have got that 19-point win. Not happy with having Colleen score 80 points. When I spoke to Raffi last week, she talked about the fact that they want to keep teams below 65, so she wouldn't be pleased with that. But having said that, you know, Colleen's a group that's got some good scoring power, and they've uh, you know, got players that on any night can put some points on the board. So good win from Canberra tonight, I thought. Was indeed. We'll hear from the coaches. In just a few moments, you're on sportradio.com.au. Well, Brappy, a, a good win, but it was a shocking start. Yeah, look, I mean, you're not always going to start the way you want. I think they, they started with confidence, and Milner hit some big shots to start it, but, you know, that's a sign of a team. You've got to be able to play momentum swings. You're not going to lead from start to finish. I think we, we wore them down. You know, we persisted with our game plan. I think we, you know, they tried a lot of different things, which was smart. We countered those pretty well. Um, you know, they tried fronting our posts. We went high-low. They went, you know, went to their zone. We swung the ball, got threes, got inside shots. So, yeah, you know, I think that was just a classy effort. I mean, that was a, a really good game of women's basketball, you know. You don't like it to be that high scoring as a defensive coach, but, you know, big shots both from Bulleen and, and us individually. I mean, Glorbitz hit a couple of biggies. Penaluna got on a roll. Bishop played like a veteran inside. Hurst was on fire. I mean, that was, a, you know, that was a hell of an exciting game of women's basketball. It was indeed, and uh, one of the big things was you were able to capitalise off the glass so often, and the bullying were just letting you have 
three and four rounds at the at the uh, basket. Yeah, look, you know, rebounding has been a big focus for us this year. It's one of our goals to, to be a great rebounding team and not to rely on our size alone. I think, you know, we cleaned up defensively. I mean, Beattie was tough on that defensive glass. And then when you've got people, athletic guards like Muscle White chipping in, that's it's hard to defend, you know. It's hard to compete on the glass with the group that we've got out there. And, you know, if we can win possessions like that and dominate the boards, it just puts us in a great situation offensively. But as you said, 20 points more scored against you than what you'd like to see. You want to keep that average down to 60 for the season. Yeah, look, you know, we aim to keep teams at 60-65. You know, some games it ain't going to happen. I mean, I know, you know, these guys went high scoring against Adelaide. Some games, the flow of the game's just, just high scoring. Like I said, you know, I don't think... We weren't great defensively, but we weren't appalling. Um, and it was a high-tempo game. Lots of quick shots, lots of running. Uh, yeah, but 80... You know, 80 is fine when you can score 99, but 80 ain't so good when you're struggling to get 75. So we got to... You know, we didn't negotiate their screens well in the first quarter. Defensively, we weren't on it. Um, we got to make sure we swing that around. You know, defence has got to be our backbone. Well, recovery now for another home game next week. Great. Thanks, Greg. Well, Nat Hurst, the big night out there. You just uh, got on a run once again and were able to knock them down for everywhere. Oh, you know, I've uh, had a couple of quiet weeks and uh, I thought, you know, I need to come back to what I was doing last season. That was coming out and attacking and... Uh, it was about time I did it, and, you know, lucky for me tonight, the shots are dropping. Now, you went off the court for a little while there to uh, to have some work on your shoulder. Was that a problem? Um, no, just my neck tightened up a little bit, but uh, got a bit of a rub, out, a rub out, and it was fine. Well, congratulations. The big win tonight over a team that was uh, up the trot after beating Adelaide last week. Yeah, definitely. You know, they were on fire after last week, and obviously coming to this game with a lot of confidence, so it was great to get that, that kind of win against them. You know, I think we let them score a few too many points, but still... 20-point win, we'll take that. Yeah, well, Grappy says she wants to keep all those teams under uh, 60 points, so I guess you're going to have a 20-point workout in the week ahead. Uh, yeah, well, you know, all our whole focus at, de- at uh, training this week has been defence, so we'll keep working on that, and hopefully we can keep teams to the goal that we set at the start of the game. Well, all the best next week. Thank you. Well, Cheryl, after they started so well, it just started to break down. What did you put that down to? Well, to beat the best team or one of the best teams in the league, you're going to play some defence and 99 points, although the Capitals, you know, I don't know what their shooting percentage was in the end. It was, yeah, it was fairly good and, and some of those shots were pretty tough, so it wasn't always our defence broke down. I mean, Nat Hurst was unbelievable tonight. She just knocked some shots down with hands in her face. So certainly it seems every time we play Canberra, they have a night out. So um, we're hoping we can get them next time, I guess, you know, if it be that in the finals when they don't have a night out. One of the things that looked like was hurting you was the rebounding. You were getting out-rebounded quite badly right throughout the whole night. Yeah, definitely. You know, and I guess that's, you know, whether it be effort or technique or, or just mental uh, awareness of it, we certainly got crashed on, I don't know what the end was, but we got smashed on the board. Well, another tall team is the AAS you face them tomorrow night. Yeah, look, you know, I think we'll regroup. I don't, I don't think that we're a 19 point worse team than, than the Capitals. I think that our girls are strong in character and, you know, we'll regroup and come back tomorrow. All the best for them. Thank you. Well, if there was ever a case of winners are grinners and losers can make their own arrangements, I think you just heard it from Cheryl Chambers, who's looking to back up tomorrow night against the AAS, and hopefully they'll find out how to rebound. Well, that's right. I mean, looking at the rebound count for that game, uh, you know, they're out-rebounded 41 to 12. Uh, to 12, I have that? I think that's quite right, but... Uh, uh, I think it was 20, 
23, sorry. So um, that's still a big difference. And most importantly, you know, 12 offensive boards to the Capitals, which gave them, uh, you know, too many opportunities or second chances. And uh, so that's uh, an important stat, as is the points in the paint, 48 to 32. The Capitals really did dominate inside the paint tonight um, against uh, fully Melbourne Booners. So we had Natalie Hurst leading all scorers with 25. Um, she also was all over the floor tonight. Four rebounds, four assists, four steals, four turnovers as well, but we'll forgive her those, I think. Uh, Bishop ended up with 17 and uh, 10 boards as well, and Muscle White with 16, and that nice little patch there uh, where she knocked down, I think, about eight or nine points in a row and six rebounds as well. Capitals shot at 57% for the game, so they'd be pretty pleased with that. For Bulleen, Hammonds ended up with 18 and 10 boards and Glorbitz with 15 points and uh, Penaluma ending up with uh, 14 points for them as well. So Milner went a little bit quiet. I thought she um, really was uh, uh, not as productive well tonight. And yeah. she was well held by the Canberra guard rotation. It's a tough ask. I mean, you know, Perth, Bibby, who we're not sure what the story is with her, Craig. Oh, I we, forgot to ask. We forgot to ask, yeah. So, um, but she certainly didn't come back into the game after she took that um, knock to the shoulder. So... Mm interesting to see how she pulls up for next week when uh, another big game for the Capitals next week against Townsville so that'll be a big one and that is that is the rivalry too that Caps Townsville rivalry Mm. has been brewing it was the Annika Kerr Lauren Jackson rivalry for so long (laughs) it then became the uh, Annika Kerr versus the Capitals rivalry (laughs) when uh, Jack O left and uh, of course now it has just uh, become that Interesting little niggle, the uh, master and the apprentice in Bucks and uh, Graffy. But it's honest to say, these two teams just don't like each other. Well, that's not a on the court anyway. That's a pretty good uh, um, assumption. Uh, not not a pretty good uh, take on what has actually um, happened out there. And and it goes back to I remember there was an Eleanor Sharp incident up in Townsville. It was uh, a violent. I uh, <laughs> I didn't get to see that incident. There's not too much videotape of it, but I was listening to that game on CFM at the time and uh, you could hear it was it was a uh, almost an all in yeah. that was a uh, Kerr and Sharp on that occasion that's right. and Jackson was and everyone from the bench there. yeah well that's it <laughs> so it, that'll be a good game next week and tonight's game was a go- of a good standard i think as i said a little bit earlier i think Graffy will be disappointed that they didn't hold um uh Bulleen to a lower score but she'll be pleased i think with the way offensively the Capitals uh, actually used the ball, played very smart um, and executed well offensively. And as, uh, as she said, a team's not going to lead the game from start to finish. You've got to roll with the swings and you've got to make sure your swing is a bigger scoring swing than your opposition. <laughs> That's right. All right, well, we have another big game for you on Sport Radio tomorrow night as the uh, Bulleen Boomers continue on their run in the nation's capital and we'll bring you all the action from the training hall we hope you have enjoyed the game on behalf of michelle hogging it's been great to have you here for our first team up for the year that's right many more to come i hope so we'll have more tomorrow night but as we leave southern cross stadium with the knowledge that the canberra transit capitals have defeated the bullying melbourne boomers 99 to 80.